Life is made up not of great sacrifices or duties, but of little things, in which smiles and kindness and small obligations given habitually are what preserve the heart and secure comfort. William Davy. You're listening to Written, a podcast of anonymous letters written by you, read by me. A letter to the little things in life. A friend of mine told me that people are at their most beautiful when they're at their most unaware. I think my friend was right, because I tried it for myself yesterday. When I went to school, I tried looking around for once at the people who were walking around me. Usually there aren't so many other young people like me. Most of the time I would guess that they're middle-aged or simply older. But we're all equally beautiful, and it's prejudiced to assume age has anything to do with beauty. Anyway, my friend said to watch what people do when they open doors. So I did, and I looked over my shoulder and watched a tall businessman closely as he entered his building. I saw what my friend meant. It's all really in the little things. I love the tiny glance that people give when they start to shut the door. They're thinking, is anyone behind me? Do I need to hold the door open for someone? When the businessman closes it shut, his hand turns down, pulled by the movement of the handle. It's like a tiny dance, controlled by gravity. When he finally goes inside, he adjusts his coat unconsciously. A little tick of his personality. Maybe we all share that tick? I guess what I'm trying to say is, that businessman, we don't know each other. We're totally strangers, and that's probably how it's going to stay. And that's okay. For anyone who needs to hear it, physical appearance, outward emotions, all of that, it means nothing. If you still don't believe me, please try watching the next time someone opens a door. To the gentle glow of the highway at night. When I'm at my most exhausted, you look like a river of comets. Through blurred vision and screened windows, it can sometimes be hard to see specifics, but that doesn't matter much to me. All I really want to watch is the continuous glow coming from your hundreds of headlights. I wonder how it looks from the other side. From the highway, I mean. This house that I live in, the window that I'm watching from, can you even see me? The driver, I mean. Do you know how beautiful you are? Do you know that you and all the others that surround you, fill me with a joy that can only be unlocked with sleep deprivation. I have so much work. I have so much homework to do. I have so much that's due tomorrow. I wonder if my teachers are sleeping now, or do they, too, get distracted as I do, by some far-off, distant light? I have still so much left to finish. But do not think that I have been procrastinating. I have been working for hours. I get home, I eat, and then I start. It's my own fault for having such a little time. I chose a high school that is very far from where I live. I also chose to take many difficult classes this year. So because of those mistakes, I don't get to rest often. I'll let you in on one secret, though. Sometimes I prefer to arrive home when it is dark. Because when I start my work, you're already there waiting for me. Waiting glowing, sparkling, like something out of a neon sign. 
to the stunning luminescence of the highway beside my house. I sometimes have to remind myself you're not an entity of your own, but a hundred little humans all crowded together, going somewhere. You know, I can't drive yet. I get my license soon, actually, in a couple of months, but I can't drive just yet. Maybe when I can, I'll join you. Maybe when I'm free of this crushing work, I too will have the time to go somewhere at night and be part of that thread of unceasing light. For now, I need to sleep though. I just have one last thing to turn in. I love the little things in life. When I close my eyes tonight, I'll face my window so that your light dances across my face. To that waiter at the restaurant in Augusta, Georgia, on September 22, 2018, who told me that I was reading a good book. You didn't know it, but that day was my birthday. I'm an equinox baby, born on a day when the dark and light were equal. You forgot it within a few minutes, but I ordered a grilled cheese sandwich and those strange fried things that are so popular as a side dish at your place of employment. I ate little of it because it wasn't that good. And you couldn't have known, but I've always hated it when people, especially strangers, ask what I'm reading. I suppose you thought it was okay, because I was in a group of people, and by rights, shouldn't have been reading anyway. But that's why I gave you such a rude look. At least, I assume that's what I did. I don't really remember. I'm sorry if I was rude to you. You were just trying to be friendly and make conversation as you brought us our food. You couldn't have known all the things going on in my life at the time. It was a weird time. It's okay. Have you read that book too? Do you love it as much as I did, and still do? That day was my first time reading it. I've read it many times since. What do you think about it? I'd love to know. How are you? I hope you're doing okay right now, that you have a job that is paying you, and that all of your family is safe. Do you still work at that restaurant? I'll never go there again because I found out that your boss was sued by your coworker for discrimination. Okay, I'll admit that I didn't pay for my own meal that day. My mom did. But still, I'm not going back, especially because the food wasn't great. What do you think about this? Did you know the girl who sued him? I hope she's doing okay now. It's crazy how these things happen. Maybe one day I'll meet you again, but I probably won't. If I do... We won't recognize each other, because I look pretty different now, and I only have the vaguest idea of what you looked like. I have no clue what your name was, and you don't know mine. That's okay. You'll probably never see this, and that's okay too. But I'll always remember you. <laughs> 